Welcome to the Rainbow Room. Our podcast about writing, representation, and gay stuff. This is episode 8, How to Be a Content Creator, with Darian Wynn. Hey everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Eric. And today we have special guest, Darian Wynn! <laughs> hey y'all, how's it going? <laughs> so, Darian Wynn is the man behind Lab Shenanigans. He makes all these viral videos about him in Lab doing wild stuff. And so, just to give you some background on Darian, he graduated from University of Texas at Austin, which is where we met him. <laughs> Eric's giving the hook'em right now. <laughs> hook'em the horns, eyes of Texas. <laughs> Slay, no, them Slay them horns. Slay them horns. Go, saw them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so Darian got a degree in biochemistry and a degree in theater from UT. And while there, he started making all these like fun videos that are very STEM related. And he just like blew up. And uh, the cool thing, Darian, is that like we we had met but we didn't like really really know each other so i didn't discover that you were doing so well until i just like independently started seeing your videos it was wild i was like oh my god wait that's i know that guy that's great (laughs) yeah it's it's insane um after i graduated ut i worked in a lab as a research technician and it was a really stressful lab it was fun stressful and i often found myself really staying really late in the lab at night and i think just what i like to do on my own time is make videos and I've been making short form videos since like middle school high school uh, even through college and then I would just post them on my personal Instagram story and then friends would DM me on oh my gosh this is so funny and I guess once I had that validation from friends that's when I just literally literally made a Facebook page and just video dumped all of my content and Whoa. that blew up that just blew up over like the course of a week sorry I'm gonna burp uh, I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> That was a massive burp. <laughs> Another thing you mentioned about Darren is that, like, yeah, he's huge on TikTok now, huge on YouTube, huge on Instagram, truly, like, all the platforms. He has over 700,000 followers aggregated across these platforms and just, like, millions of likes. So truly a, a big deal. You're such a success story, and it's awesome. And now you are starting, or have started, a new podcast called Scientifically Speaking. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Yo, I would love to have y'all on yes. if, that, if y'all, if, if y'all want to come through I I mean, Andrew, we've talked about this yeah yeah What's 100% that? I'm there could I contribute anything is it about science well <laughs> it is about science but I think it, I <laughs> it's literally it's just anything science and we just talk if we if I was to be on for science it would be like the definition of that meme where it's like give us nothing king <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah so you have have this podcast also which is also doing really well is it just you or it is yeah it's just me it is just me just me uh it it honestly started out on a whim i had no intentions on making this podcast i was taking a shower one day and i thought man i still have some trauma from my old lab that i need to unpack let me yeah and then after my shower i facetimed my co-worker who also used to work in the lab with me and i was like hey jesse do you want to i'm thinking of making a podcast you want to be on the first episode she's like yeah when do you want to record like 10 minutes hold on i'm studying real quick um give me 30 minutes and let me get ready and i was like okay and then we just started recording that's how it started yeah it started about like i think like two months ago starting february like 
So you had like you had this idea, and then like ten minutes later, you were recording the podcast. Yeah, you know it's funny because I feel Wild. like that's how a lot of, that's how a lot of my things started. Like my Facebook videos, I op- literally my merchandise store. I don't know if y'all checked it out, but my merchandise store, which is labshenaginsmerch.com, uh, I just started out on a whim. I was like, I want to make some t-shirts, and so I went to a coffee shop, whipped up some designs in like thirty minutes, made my own, got my own website domain, and then looked at. Some some vendors and just made a store on the whim and i had no intentions on keeping the store up it was more like as a joke um <laughs> and then people surprisingly people liked it and so i was like okay let me just keep it up and it's been running since 2020 and it's um it's been really fun and been really nice and i've, I've learned a lot like business wise wow. um owning this also if y'all want any free merch let me know I'll send it to y'all for yes. free got oh you. my god i, got I you. love that yeah we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. promote it for you yes. i'll wear it like an yes. instagram influencer <laughs> <laughs> Yes, please do it. Please do an unboxing video. Yes, and like on the red carpet, they'll be like, "Who are you wearing today?" And I'll be like, "Darian Wynn." All right, guys, use use uh, discount code uh, Andrew for fifteen percent off of your lab shenanigans merch. Thank you. Uh, Oh my gosh! And then one of those boomerangs of like you wearing it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, Darian, I want to hit on something you said about how like you want to hit on who? You want to hit on me? I'm sorry. I'm taken. Oh my gosh, Andrew. <laughs> you are taken. Tell us about your boyfriend. That's so cool. Taken. A gayest thing you've done this week. <laughs> no, let's backtrack. Okay. We, we can talk about my, my relationship after your your question. So is it r- true then that like this is kind of a, a theme for you where you have an idea and like you just don't let the time span between idea and implementation be that long? Yeah, I... When I just have an idea, I just, I just do it. You know? And... That's amazing. I saw this. I saw this TikTok the other day, and I was like, "Wow, this is very inspirational." And the video, the main takeaway message was: be delusional. If you have an idea, if you want to do something, just do it. Like, don't let anything, anyone hold you back. Just do it because you are your own. You're like the only person that can that can stop you from doing it. You know. And so I've been living that statement (laughs) after college, (laughs) and it is true. That's amazing. So you 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 really feel like you've kind of had to build up your confidence to almost like this sort of like extreme height to help you feel motivated to do as much as you as you do do honestly i don't i don't think i've built confidence it's more like i've been really apathetic it's like i don't care what anyone thinks i'm gonna do it because it makes me happy you know what i mean like i'm not gonna build confidence to please anyone like i'm just doing it because i want to and i think because of that that shift in my my mindset oh gosh this sounds like a like like a yoga class but because of my shift in my mindset i was able to no but for real though i think it made me much happier <laughs> like my mental health definitely like went up because when you just stop caring what people think and you just start doing things for yourself like you will live a much happier life for real when when did this shift happen um after my quarter life crisis and i'm sure y'all went through it too right mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you know after <laughs> yeah yeah oh, literally everyone <laughs> going through it now and you know i <laughs> eric's in the middle of it as we speak <laughs> And I will reassure you, like after even going through the your quarter life, okay, and to to the listeners who are like, what's a quarter life crisis? A quarter life crisis is, and don't quote me on this, but it's like when you graduate college and you kind of question of you kind of question yourself, like, did I do the right thing in college? Did I study the right things? Oh my gosh, I don't know what lies ahead of me. Am I applying for the right jobs? I can't find a career. You know what's wrong with me? And all these 
these questions went through my head because I wanted to get into grad school, med school so badly, but I felt like I was very incompetent and I didn't have um, papers published. And, you know, in, in academia, like papers is like the currency and... um. <laughs> And I, for, for med school, I wanted to apply for the MD-PhD program. And I was like, I can't do that. I too stupid. And so oh, I no. really held my myself back from doing it. And same thing with grad school. I don't think I can apply for grad school. So that's why I worked as a research technician in hopes of, of getting a paper published. But I think in the middle of, of me working in that, re, in that lab, that's when I found a lot of like fulfillment and happiness and just making these videos and just putting myself out there. And it was just, it was just fun. And making all these silly videos and breaking down this this like ideal image of like a scientist that we're all proper and we're very serious in lab and just like taking that down and just showing myself and like yeah I'm gay I'm, I'm gay as f I'm a scientist and I'm gonna make all these silly videos I don't care what anyone thinks I think it's dumb funny so let me just live my life and I think I I I'm very fortunate enough to see that a lot of people online were very supportive of how I was portraying myself and yeah and I think you know every now and then I'll get like hate messages or quote-unquote hate messages I, I wouldn't even call them hate me messages because they're more like truth messages of like you're gay you're a f it and it's like yeah <laughs> I know I am <laughs> or like literally <laughs> yeah like literally like I don't get you know honestly it's 2022 it's time for us to reclaim the that word it's it shouldn't be derogatory anymore it should be we should be embracing it <laughs> we've and, talked about that a little bit on the pod that's hilarious yeah <laughs> and you know other other things more recently like you're Asian like Asian American um you know so <laughs> it's like that's okay, wild that you get uh, comments yeah. like that it's, did it ever used to bother you no they never bothered me because once again they're like they're truth they're they're fact they're facts like i am i am gay i am you know asian american and so i never let it phase me the the one the the comments that did crawl under my skin just just a tad bit were the ones that were like oh my gosh like is this what you do in lab all day and it's like a five second video <laughs> it's like, i guess i'm more concerned with like if my boss found like those comments um it's like no i spend 14 hours in lab every day day and I, it only takes me not even like five minutes to make this video so no i don't it doesn't it's not indicative of my work ethic and lab um those those were the the comments that crawled under my skin just a bit but over time i was like wait why am i letting them bother me like i think that's you know when, when you see these hate comments all they want to see from you is like a reaction and so you just have to like teach yourself to not let it bother you and yeah if if you just let if you let it bother you and you react to their their comments their hateful comments like they're winning that's what they wanted to see from you and so yeah so i mean like yeah and, and that just took some time for me to learn to just have fun and make science look fun and accessible and that's really just been my whole thing my whole bit in the past couple of years and i think the way that i try to make these videos is like i'm having fun making my videos i'm having fun portraying this science concept by personifying these uh, molecules and this mechanism and i'm having fun recording it and fun having fun doing all these things and you're just watching me 
have fun and I want you to have fun learning it too. I just think I've, I've been really lucky with all this. No, I don't think it's been luck. I do not think it's been luck. So can you walk me through the first moment that you realized like, oh, this is a hit. <laughs> so the first video, I guess the first science video um, that I made in lab that just went viral overnight was um, I'm in like lab really late and I was like pipetting something. I was like aliquoting these solutions out and I was like, man, this this pipette, this micro pipette that I'm holding, I don't know why, it just kind of looks like a brush. And then as a joke, I just pulled out my phone and you know, like on Instagram, there's that self-recording feature. Well, I, I pressed that button on, on my Instagram story and I held out the pipette and I put it behind my hand like this and I like pretended to like review it like a YouTube makeup guru artist. And I was like, just like, oh my God, guys, just got the P2000, the P1000. Oh my gosh. Like, I love how long it is. And I love, and I like literally, and I was like being very, a little bit sensual with it too. And I think that's what made it quote unquote funny. Like I look back at it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cringe. But at the time, uh, people like really liked it. I posted it on my Facebook page and then I shared that video in a science meme page. And that video just blew up like overnight. It was so insane. And you shared uh, it on a meme page. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so smart. I've never thought about doing that. Like finding a, a social media outlet that's specifically curated to an audience that would work for the video and posting it there. And yeah. that really helped it. I feel like we're, we are in that generation of Facebook users where we're in Facebook groups because uh, when I, when I see like the younger generations, they're just like, well, one, they don't even use, they don't even use Facebook that much. But for those that do use Facebook, they're not in like Facebook groups. But I feel like our generation and the generations older, we all are like in Facebook groups and I'm in a lot of like science meme pages. I'm in the long, the Longhorns meme page. I don't know if y'all are still in that one. I, no. I'm in that one. So it's yes. like the UT memes for Longhorns yes. Z teens. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my God. And, and I would just like share my memes in those pages. And here, also, I'm gonna backtrack. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock two birds with one stone. I'm gonna answer your question, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a little uh, tip on how to get started as a content creator. If those if anyone is interested, so oh, I love that. Yeah. my I if you want to get started as a content creator, I would definitely say get started on Facebook and TikTok. On Facebook, definitely start making your own, your own Facebook page, just like what I did. Dump all of your content on it, and then share your content in meme pages, meme pages, because you want to attract people from those meme pages to your page and then once you have a large following on facebook then like hey get on get on instagram because a lot of your loyal followers on facebook will follow you on instagram and i feel like instagram in my opinion is more personal i tend to post more on my like stories and people will share your stories on instagram to other people which will attract more people it really is just like a domino effect yeah and then on tiktok uh what's really nice about tiktok is that you can post your content out there and people don't necessarily have to follow you in order to see your content like air anyone can see it and tiktok is always changing their algorithm to really make sure that your video gets exposed to like a lot of people so yeah definitely get on those social media platforms if y'all want to definitely like get into content creation and it's becoming a big thing now like a lot of my a lot of my friends and undergrad a handful of them are are becoming content creators and you got you get paid pretty well too so <laughs> i say definitely do it <laughs> 
<laughs> Dang. Yeah. I. So you had this video go viral, but then you've been able to sustain this too, like with yeah. just continuing to pour out content and continuing to have a following, which not everyone can say. So how mm-hmm. did you then go from someone who had a hit to someone who has been able to capitalize on, on basically what's working well for you and continue pushing out stuff that's working really well? Oh, okay. Okay. So oh, I think that, that's a really good question. So a lot of Thank people you. who um, get into content creation often will fall into this pit hole of okay like this one video went viral and let me just keep making content very similar to that viral video now actually it can, it can go both ways or two different ways where if you keep making content similar to that viral video like yes you can keep attracting more people but i actually didn't follow that path i did i just posted whatever i want um anything specifically lab related and i was able to attract followers through that route the reason why i didn't make videos similar to that viral video is because I didn't want to fall into this pit hole of catering content to my audience because I feel like that would be not authentic to myself you know like mm. I I feel like there, a lot of authenticity is lost if you are just consistently trying to please the followers and your audience the reason and yet at the end of the day you have to remember that the reason why the audience is following you because they want to see more of your personality more of your content and so I've been just literally make any video that I want to make or any idea that that comes to mind i just do it on the spot and i think that's why people like my content maybe because of like the spontaneity and also like it's every every video is a little bit different but at the end of the day like they're all science like lab related and i think a lot of it is like relatable to to my followers and so you talked about sponsorships like yeah can you talk right. if you're comfortable with this can you talk about kind of like the revenue streams and how you capitalize on that or like what yeah, works best yeah. for you in terms of that okay so Dev, i'm gonna backtrack and i know that like with things in, uh, within the content creator world, there's like this... It's kind of like when you work at a job and then the boss is always like we don't talk about salaries around here and it's like says who you know so i think like within the within the world of content creation i think there's also the idea of like um yeah we shouldn't talk about our rates because it's not appropriate or um yeah we shouldn't tell each other how much we're getting paid by this one sponsorship i'm like why not like i I think for me i'm very transparent with my rates and all that and my agents have been have been doing a really good job at negotiating but like with these brand sponsorships so the very first brand that reached out to me was this was 20, 2018, I believe, 2019, 2018, yeah. And they reached out. And at, at that time, like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, like I've made it in life, mama. And so <laughs> I was super gung-ho when they reached out to me. And they're like, all right, just for you, we're going to give you a, a year's worth supply of which is about $275, something like that. And on top of that, we're going to pay you $200. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, oh, that's so much money. Like, oh my God. Like, and honestly, anything above 100, I will take. And so mm-hmm. immediately signed the contract. And then, and then I, I did the commercial. Uh, they liked it. And then they also put in ads like on Snapchat, on Facebook, uh, Instagram, in my like commercial. Like people are just tagging me like crazy. Like, oh my gosh, Darian, like, you've made it you're on you're on their ads and stuff i'm like oh my gosh life is good and then uh, a couple months later i hired my first manager and i was like being very transparent with my manager and just telling her like all the things i've been doing and my previous rate with 
And when I told her, like, yeah, they paid me $200 and I was, it was so good. And she's like, Darian, you just got played. And I was like, what do you mean I got played? She's like, Darian, like, you're not worth $200. And I was like, what? Like, honestly, I'm worth at least, like, I mean, I think I'm just worth $100. So <laughs> anything like 100 is fine. So she's like, no, Darian. And I think at the time I had, I think I had like 100K followers on TikTok. And for her, she said that her general rule of thumb is that for every 100k thousand followers you have on tiktok it should be at least a thousand dollars and so yeah so i was like i was like what she's like darian like i have another client who has significantly less followers than you who just got a brand sponsorship with bumble and they got paid five thousand dollars and i was like what what the heck but i think i think what is happening i think see it but eric is like mind blown backing up waving his hands but i i think maybe because like in houston it's it's like it's a lot of money but maybe like in in la i don't know in cali maybe five thousand is like i don't know normal you know what i mean like houston has a really uh cheap uh cost of living Mm -hmm, whereas mm -hmm. cali it's it's so expensive so maybe to compensate they pay more or maybe the rates should be higher i don't know but uh after yeah and then this (laughs) is some tea so that's that's honestly like the tip of the iceberg i i followed that rule for so long and then once i found my second manager the for every 100k thousand for every 100k followers you have it should be a thousand after i found my second manager my agents i switched over and my agents have been negotiating everything and i for me i was like you know early on i was like a hundred dollars sounds good and then after my first manager i'm like okay fine like let me let me bump it up a thousand dollars and then my my agents it's it's so insane um so i've okay so backtracking i've been collaborating with several brands like head and shoulders um pfizer 3m and and just like made guest appearances on on tv shows as like a scientist and whatnot and my agents have like really like shot up my rate i think for one video for uh, actually a video that i just edited today i'm not going to talk i'm not going to mention the brand but it's it's a very well-known brand um owned by png and for that video uh my agents were just just one video my agents were to ne- were able to negotiate it to fifteen thousand dollars and so that's holy crap like, yeah. darian that's amazing so, <laughs> thank you thank you for one so, video like, fifteen thousand for one video yeah so before before i stepped into this world i never really understood how like content creators influencers made money because i just thought like well, i i understood that it came from brands and sponsorships but i thought it came from like a lot of brands and sponsorships together but for one brand for one company they're able to like really pay you so my take-home message is everyone become an influencer become a content creator because it's (laughs) it's really honestly like hey you guys have the personalities it really is i i like to think that i'm like the bottom of the barrel and if i'm able to make it girl girl you are not the bottom of the barrel (laughs) you are literally not the bottom of the barrel (laughs) relax hey thank you for the compliment i appreciate that i've listened to your your other episodes once again i'm gonna keep gassing y'all y'all are really good guys he's listened to the pod don't humble us do not humble (laughs) (laughs) no i did my homework i did my homework it's also really just relaxing when i'm like sitting in lab just quantifying data and listening to to y'all and i feel like i feel like i know y'all well let's end on that extremely positive note and let's go check out some of darian's Content. Oh gosh. <laughs> At this point, we watch some lab shenanigans videos. We see Darian goof around in lab, making silly runway costumes out of lab attire. 
He shows us his TikToks of soap fighting COVID like it's a cat fight, and a parody cooking video of making agros gels, among others. You can check out our full reaction video on YouTube. Oh, we oh just God. got back. <laughs> <laughs> that was my impression of Andrew. <laughs> I was like... I am obsessed. And now that we've oh, watched you. it, I just want to get right into it. So like, yeah, w and you've kind of alluded to this in, like, before we watched it, but one of the things that I love about your videos is that they are so unguarded, unfiltered. Like you truly are being yourself and they're so informative. They're very gay <laughs> without being attached to being gay. Yeah, when I make my videos, when we think of like a scientist, I think a lot of majority of people think of like just being very serious in the lab and i just wanted to show that like when we're not doing experiments we can also like have fun and this is like the other side of this is the other side of science they don't talk about but yeah i was like i just want to make this fun and really just be unapologetically authentically me and just really just putting myself out there unfiltered and and I'm, I'm really surprised and happy to see that, like, a lot of people have been following me on this journey and they really like all this. And I just, I don't know, it just reassures me that, like, okay, I'm doing the right thing because people like me for being me. One of the things I think is really interesting is that you market yourself as the millennial Bill Nye, right? Like Bill Nye for millennials. Oh. I, I actually don't well okay so i i did not start that one article one article from inverse i think was it inverse some or one one particular article they they referenced me as that i'm like okay i'm gonna use this just for everywhere and it's actually funny that you mentioned that because after talking to my managers and managers and agents i'm like wanting to slowly inch my way towards television theater and I was like, honestly, I would love to have like a more like a modern take on Bill Nye the Science Guy. But I would love to like include like a lot of memes and a lot of jokes. Uh, and I, I want it to be kind of unhinged. So it'll, it would be like Bill Nye, but it would be kind of like my humor um, infused into that show. And we've had uh, a couple meetings. So and I, I created my pitch deck and I've been just pitching it out to several networks and fingers crossed that hopefully one of them picks them up, picks it up. But I think it's right now. I think it's just so that I don't know. I think the idea that it's hit unhinged is probably what is a little um a lot of networks are like scratching their head they're like hmm we don't know how it's gonna turn out so um i would totally watch that it's also interesting <laughs> i wonder if there's a disconnect between like you are so connected to your audience and you know what people like and what people are into and you're probably pitching this to people who are much older than you i mean they have more experience than you because they've been in the field longer but that also means that like they don't have this same like connection that that you do to like what really your your wide audience yeah yeah but hey gonna keep continuing just gonna keep keep being delusional and keep selling myself out there so that really is the big goal for the next year or two to hopefully have this uh, show picked up and then start start filming and you know i don't want to make wow. any promises I'm, I'm wanting to bring in a lot of like celebrity guests and friends but specifically lgbt plus um and people of color I so love that. yeah oh yeah, my yeah. God. i want to connect back to your identity you there are so many parts to your identity and they all come through in your video you are gay you are what? asian who <laughs> <laughs> imagine, <up>. imagine. <laughs> you are I, I, 
<laughs> I know. Talking too damn much. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay, but you're gay and you're Asian and you're a scientist, right? And like you truly don't let yourself be defined by any one of those. And I could see how it could be so easy to be pigeonholed and be like, oh, I'm just this. And you don't even really pitch yourself like that, right? You and so going back to being like, I'm the Bill Nye for millennials, it's like like the one thing that truly brings your audience together is like you probably are de- like targeting a younger demographic, but like you don't <laughs> limit yourself to like, oh, this is for gay people or this is for Asian people or this is for scientists. It's really like by like really celebrating all parts of you while also not hiding any of that. I, I feel like you really are able to like just give us a really amazing like window into your identity while also creating something that we can see reflected in ourselves. And like it gives it a really nice appeal. Wow. And I, I just love that. Okay, podcast host. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Snap, snap, snaps. Yeah, once again, this is just like me just being being unapologetically myself just do whatever i want to do you know <laughs> I, I love that and it's interesting because i've i've been able to read some of your press and i feel like the fact that you are gay doesn't come up that often i don't know do you agree with that that's you know now that you you point that out that's that's true a lot of these articles mention me making my content relatable to younger generation or making science accessible but you're right they they really don't dwell on my sexuality which is which is fine because i don't know what role do you feel like your identity as an LGDP person plays in the creation of your content and like how does that connect to your journey or do you feel like eh, maybe maybe it really is just kind of like a tangential aside I think okay I'm, I'm gonna be biased I think I think gay people are creative and so when people when people always compliment me like oh my gosh Darian like you're so funny you're so creative I'm like no I'm not I'm just gay and, <laughs> and <laughs> for the purpose of just being in this like I can't say that in, in a newspaper article so I'm like yes that's what I am <laughs> but no I'm just gay but I also really think it's cool that you don't shy away from being gay at all either as not said, at like, all you're very authentic what does come up a lot in the press is that you do make science feel more accessible to people and it's really cool like you get to read these testimonials from other students and other people in STEM who maybe feel like they don't fit in with STEM because they're not stodgy and and they are more vibrant and so it's probably very affirming to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it really is reassuring, especially whenever every now and then I'll get messages from like um, from children who are in middle school and just comment commenting very nice things and oh my gosh, like the way that you put yourself out there. Um, I didn't know scientists are like this. They always like envision scientists as like white males. And so I think just me posting a video on TikTok, I think is just like breaking a barrier already. So it's, I don't know, it's it's really nice. And I guess when it, when I started making my videos, it wasn't really intentional to, to try to, I don't know, represent like LGBT plus and people of color. It was just really, I don't know, like just having fun and just putting myself out there. And I think all of this was just kind of like, I want to say unintentional because it, it kind of is intentional by like purposely making like gay videos, like making several outfits with one, making seven, yeah, seven different outfits with one piece of garment. Which by the way, quick tangent, you look amazing. No. <laughs> it's, like, it's very silly, but it also like you somehow make these stupid looks look so flattering. <laughs> 
Can I make a comment? Can I make a comment? Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> no, Eric. <laughs> On the topic of your skillful way of making your videos accessible, there was a time when we were watching the videos, there was a moment where like we were about to watch a video and I was like, oh, this one's my favorite. And it's a video, it was the video about like the lipid membrane with the COVID oh, yeah. thing. <laughs> Clearly I know nothing at all, but like, I just think you, you have such a way of skillfully making your videos and just putting a lot of care into the comedic aspect of it that like, even though like I generally don't know what's going on in regards to the information you are, um, spouting out to the masses i still am like this is so funny to watch you like <laughs> simulate a fight with yourself in like a towel wrap like i i was laughing my my little tush off i thought oh yeah, thank no, you just, thank you yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> very skillful like even if you're not in science like you can watch lab shenanigans and still laugh your ass off like it is just a fun time on your account thank and hey i think i honestly thank ut for it there theater department super helpful i think whenever i'm filming um my videos slay them horns yes lay the horns horns. down (laughs) but yeah one of the one of the annoying things that i do when i'm recording my videos is i will do it'll be like 0.5 seconds i will redo that shot so many times to make sure that one i'm lip syncing correctly and two that i have like the right facial expressions to really like make sure that it's it, it, it looks real and it's viable you know what i mean um and i think that really elevates like the the comedic aspect of it seems real and i think and adding another layer of humor is like just personifying molecules like things that we don't really associate with like emotions or anything just having it seeing it play out in person and playing out to like an audio that we're mostly familiar with on TikTok, especially the ones that are trending. But that, I think that was pretty much like a huge shift in my content early on when after, after I gained like a large uh, following, I changed my content a bit to be more like educational where like, okay, I felt like kind of like Spider-Man with, with a large platform, I need to, you know, use it wisely and try to make a difference somehow. And so I still wanted to keep that, that factor of how can I keep myself entertained, have fun, while doing something good and beneficial for other people and so that's when i decided to make it make my content more more educational and so sometimes what i'll do is i'll include like a little wikipedia link in my tiktok video so that they can you know look look more into it themselves so they don't have to search it up in google that's so noble i love that slay slay you have a you have a video response in your tiktoks uh where you got asked if you were related to newt win um so what (laughs) obviously you're not uh, but (laughs) I was curious, like, so do you do you know him in any capacity? Oh yeah, we met at a TikTok event three years ago, um, and we what? just yeah, uh, it was it was an online event, so I, it's not it's not as like as nice and prestigious as you, as you think it is. I mean, it was it was really nice, but it was in person. It was for. Um, aapi month and we followed each other and um we just like every now and then just dm each other some stuff and you know y'all think that i'm i'm a person to get in contact of like newt is even harder like he does not reply to anything like we have each other's phone numbers he doesn't reply to anything and but hey he 
he has significantly more followers than I do. He has like millions. And I'm wow. sure he's being like tugged and pulled in every single direction. But he, he is super talented. He's, um, I feel like a lot of my followers know him. He makes a lot of cooking videos on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, and one of my followers asked if we were related because I think we just have like the same name, the same last name. And for those that don't know, Nguyen or Nguyen is a very, very common Vietnamese last name. Uh, and just because your friends have the same last name doesn't mean that they're related. But I, I did get that comment. And uh, as a joke, I decided to parody one of Newt's videos, but have like a little science twist on it. And my followers love that. And that was just, that was so funny because uh, I, I didn't think that, I don't know, like I said, I make these videos for myself. And so it, it really is always nice to just see that people are enjoying the process and just seeing the product that, that I put put out there even though it was a parody of of newt's cooking videos i tried to sprinkle some educational content on how to um add or how to make agros gels and we we specifically make them so that i don't know if y'all are familiar with this uh, but like we make these little agros gel like the same ones that you that you see in like candy and jello but we make these little agros gel and then we put like these little indents or these little wells and we literally put in dna and then we run an electrical current through it so that the dna can travel through the gel yeah so that i was like let me just try to try to make a video on this and try to make it look fun and interesting I, I think that's very smart to like take what your followers are giving you and lean into it just reminds me that like another tip when it comes to content creation like if you really are wanting to go down the the career of um content creation i see like mostly celebrities but i see some content creators where they do put up a wall between them and their fans where they're like oh like it's separate like i'm up here and you're down there and i don't like that and i think i think the good content creators are the ones that really interact with their followers rather than like building a wall and like not talking to them you know and so that has been a really fun journey with me i don't know if y'all follow me on instagram but on instagram i do this this weekly series called the motherfucking tea where i will ask my followers like hey guys like what's the tea in in lab and the reason why i do it is is twofold so one i try to unveil the curtains of like research and lab like yes in the front we um, a lot of labs do a lot of great prestigious work and they're publishing papers in high impacting journals but what's really happening behind the scenes it's actually a huge reason why i left my old lab is because some of these uh, bosses or pis can get so caught up in the research and trying to publish in these high impacting journals that they will put on a lot of stress to like everyone in lab to like a very un in a very unhealthy manner so when i'm asking my my followers like guys what's the motherfucking tea this week you'll hear stories of yeah my this pi is taking this course on lab management by HR to ensure that they're not being toxic or they're not like facilitating like a toxic environment and my PI or my old PI from this this university just got fired or this scientist just got in trouble for plagiarizing this paper and so I think it's really important to talk about these things but I don't want to have it like have these discussions in a very serious manner I do want to poke fun at it but also I think my followers do understand how important and how serious it is but I do try to make make it fun in some way and if you ha if you have a chance go to my Instagram look through my I highlighted some of them and I, I do all my reactions and like memes and video memes and like I think it's just so funny and my followers love it. And I think it really does 
spark like a good conversation of like, hey, these are happening in labs, make sure to avoid these labs. And if you see something like always report to HR, do these things. So yeah, it's it's one of my takes on trying to be educational, but I don't want it to be too serious, but also value the importance of it. Wow. It sounds like you're tackling like a pretty intense and prevalent issue. Yeah, that's um, that's another reason why I started my podcast scientifically. It was really like a way for me to just talk about it. It was it served as an outlet, but also for my listeners to hear that if if I can go through it and come out alive, then like y'all, y'all can come out alive too. And definitely if, you, if your PI is mistreating you, report to HR. Here are some good ways to um, lay down boundaries. Um, make sure that you're not overworked. Here are some good ways to stimulate you and make sure that your mental health is okay. So yeah, I, I definitely talk about those things uh, very casually in my in my podcast episodes. That is uh, very similar to what me and Eric do with the issues of LGBT representation in media. I mean, I, that's what this whole podcast is, right? It's like, it's a serious issue, but we can still talk about it in a fun way. So on that note, do you feel like, I don't know, it sounds like maybe kind of what's happening with you trying to pitch this show. Do you come against resistance with like trying to get a more picked up more seriously because you're gay or because like they don't see it with the quite the same like seriousness or anything like that maybe i can i can see that where like maybe the sense of professionalism isn't there in their in their eyes once again it's not discouraging me or anything i'm staying delusional so <laughs> hey stay delusional <laughs> yes really that's, stay delusional. That's, that's the name of the episode yeah <laughs> um, but no that would be a shame if like you you're like knowing you you're clearly someone who is professional in terms of like you take your work very seriously it's just the product has this different look to it but you're right like people have this idea of what a scientist should be and like your whole point is that you're showing that it doesn't have to be like that yeah, like, yeah. Oh, people are like oh this isn't scientist enough it's like that's the whole point <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly exactly and uh, i'm gonna continue doing that uh in fact with all of my other science communicator friends specifically that are women people of color that are lgbt plus definitely if i see a job opportunity i'm like hey got to take on this because like got to represent us you know we gotta i say us but you know you gotta like definitely i think we got to diversify the fields a bit more. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we always end on closing thoughts. So I guess I'll go first. My closing thoughts on your work <laughs> to you. <laughs> it's so great. I, I'm so inspired by your example. And like some of the takeaway I'm taking from this is be delusional. And also like, don't let there be that much time between having an idea and making it. Like if you have an idea, uh, just follow through on it as quickly as possible um, while still taking the care to make sure you do it right. And also just... Just like the authenticity is such a like so much authenticity and like not being afraid to be yourself and you yeah. don't shrink yourself in any capacity and I love that and so uh, yeah. that's what my takeaway from today is yeah it's spot on very very spot on snaps my final thoughts talented charming kind <laughs> oh my <laughs> slay <laughs> and gay <laughs> unapologetic by Rihanna <laughs> <laughs> What really stuck out to me is when you were giving the advice of about like catering to an audience as opposed to just doing what you want to do. And I think, Angie, like we've just kind of been touching on that. But like that is something that I'm taking away is that like in terms of like furthering yourself, mold yourself how you want to be marketed.
marketed, but don't lose sight of the vision that yeah. you have and that you want to showcase to the world. And that is something that you've done since day one, baby. <laughs> Darian, you've been such an amazing guest. It's been so much fun having you. It's been so insightful talking to you. So please, what what things can you promote for us? We have uh, scientifically speaking, scientifically speaking podcasts on Apple, Apple was it Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Tunes, whatever, uh, Spotify, literally on any podcasting platform you can think of. Uh, my merchandise store, lapshenanigansmerch.com. And then feel free to follow me on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> at lap underscore shenanigans. Thank you. God. Oh, <laughs> Mama. Mama. <laughs> All right, Darian. Normally we end every episode uh, by chanting gay. Are you ready? Gay. 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 Gay.